Global Legal Hackathon here in Tel Aviv, Israel. My name is Corey Goodshow, and I'm the host for today's show. Joining me today, I have Iran and Raziz. Raz, excuse me, I knew I was going to do that. <laughs> Before I get started, I'd like you both to just introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about yourselves and your involvement. Sure, Raz Depper. I'm uh, co-heading the uh, high tech group here together with Iran Yaniv in uh, Fisher Bachar Khen, and we're hosting this um, legal hackathon for the second year, uh, sponsoring it and enjoying it as well. Iran Yaniv, I, uh, as Raz said, we jointly we, we had the high tech practice here in uh, in at FBC in Tel Aviv, and uh, it's the second year in a row. Looking forward to continue this uh, path going forward with uh, very interesting. Uh, uh, technologies and their linkage to, to the legal profession. Perfect. I'd like to take just a few minutes to discuss uh, legal innovation in Israel. How did you become involved in the Global Legal Hackathon and what do you hope it brings to innovation specifically in the Israeli uh, legal markets? Okay, sure. Obviously, the Israeli market is, is, is uh, you know, the initial market, and we're looking with, with the participants in, in the hackathon for, for other markets as well. The interest that we have as a firm is, is twofold. One is that we're interested in understanding the technologies that would be here would assist us as lawyers to bring more value to the clients in, in, in the next five to ten years. We understand that the you know many of the traditional services that were granted were, are becoming commodities, and we're looking to focus bringing more value to the clients on, on the structuring and the and, and the regulatory maze rather than doing the the services that uh, computers could be doing much better, much quicker, sure. much more efficiently using big data and AI. So really more focused on the practice of law as opposed to what we consider the business of law. Initially, yes, yeah. but we're also looking as a firm, as other alternatives and other verticals for us as law firm to bring not only value to our clients, but to be involved in, in technology that, that could ultimately change our profession sure. and we could be involved in that you know in addition to our traditional regulatory or regular services as, as a firm bringing more efficiencies uh, from within the firm yeah right yeah i mean i think the the one thing i would like to add is uh, i think a few years back we've been exposed to some you know scholar thinking about where the legal profession is going to and especially where technology is going to be substituting uh, you know lawyers and there's a lot of discussions about robots as you know as lawyers yeah, are or robots taking are, are over taking over right exactly and i think the, the the thought here is that you know rather than trying to fight this let's join this and and see you know how we can gain some benefits and then how we can, we can lead this process rather than just you know uh yeah, bystander. The, exactly yeah. yeah absolutely so as a as a firm uh as one of the sponsoring firms you know this year we launched uh, a new initiative called the Growl Initiative, the Global Rise of Women in Legal Tech. And I've noticed, uh, well, and actually I think it's a global issue as opposed to just particular to Israel, um, but in conversation, you know, the, I think I heard something to the effect that women uh, make up about a quarter of the workforce, but really only have about 8% in leadership positions. I know in speaking uh, with Esther and, and uh, some of the other partners, 
you guys are a unique firm in that over half of, or I believe roughly half of your partners are actually females. Yes. Um, I think that's obviously to be commended, but why do you feel like, or what do you think having that um, percentage brings to the firm? Um, and why do you feel like diversity is such an important thing to, to push forward? Well, I, I would say as, as a firm, we're obviously working and making our choices based on meritocracy and, and not only that, we, uh, that women comprise about 50% of our partners, if you look at the past five years, I would say about 70% of our new partners are women that began their career at FBC. Yeah. So the value is very clear. Sure. We're bringing very valuable and, uh, you know, uh, uh, personnel. They happen to be women, yeah. but they're extremely Absolutely. bright, uh, extremely committed. They bring value to, to the firm, to the client. And uh, we don't, again, the result is diversity. Sure. But we're not making affirmative action to bring more women because they're women. We are uh, making the, these choices because we, are, we, we do bring the best and the brightest, most of whom, or, or 60 or 70% of whom in, in the past years, happen to be women. Right. And that's really, that's what it should be. That's, I mean, yeah, that's what you hope, uh, right. hope for, obviously, being a woman and, and being involved in uh, business and in legal tech now. I mean, that's what you hope is. It, it's really about merit and who's exactly the best for and, the job. and gladly enough. Not that we oppose uh, affirmative action, but sure. gladly enough, we have the the best and the brightest, you know, personnel. You know, fifty percent of whom and more are women, and and we're glad to to have that. And and looking forward, we just see that this would uh, you know at least remain unchanged, and if not increased. Yeah, I also have uh, come to find out that. You're also one of the only firms that has a, um, a representative for that's specifically based around technology and innovation. What made you decide to bring in uh, somebody like Esther to focus on legal tech? And how do you feel like that's benefited your partner? Uh, well, again, I think it goes to you know the, the previous discussion that we had. We've, we've you know we've spotted and we've understand that the profession is changing. That technology is taking more and more presence and that it has you know it has two benefits for us one is that it will you know can decrease our cost for providing services and the other it will you know increase our ability to compete not sure. just in price but also in quality of the work and doing that we've looked for someone who is passionate you know for the specific interest and and we find the Eti which you yeah. know which is very passionate about Absolutely. that our you know initial thought was a little different than the hackathon because we didn't know about the hackathon. Yeah, yeah, but our initial thought was just to adopt, you know, technologies into our uh, system, into our organization, mm -hmm. and to use the large knowledge base that we have using digital or using, you know, other means for our own benefit and for our clients' benefit at yeah, the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, and you know, it's 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 evolving. It's evolving like the entire ecosystem. Yeah. So. Is there any particular solution or area of law uh, that you hope to see disrupted by one of the solutions here today? Well, I, I think both for Roz and myself, when we do a lot of high-tech and M&A uh, transactions, obviously the more sensitive points for us are, are the diligence and, and the, the document review. 
that we think that the legal tech solutions are getting there. Yeah. They're not as sophisticated as we would like to see them yet. Right. But definitely this is something that we, we see as, as evolving and as a tool that we definitely need in our daily operations. And the clients are looking for that, both sure. on, on the cost effectiveness side and, and the timing. Absolutely. So that's one area. And uh, the other area, uh, which is I think the next step, would be a predictive tool for making decisions, both on the corporate side, the litigation side. And I think this we see more and more companies trying to tackle that. Again, it's I think currently too soon to say that we have a, a solution that is adequate enough, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, getting, hopefully yeah. getting there. soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Pushing forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think, to be honest, I, I was you know thinking about it, and I don't know to say that I, that I have anything that I can you know, pinpoint, but I'm always amazed at what, you know, what can be achieved. I mean, every day you learn about a new tool that is out there. Uh, I mean, one of them, which, which now is almost old, but you know, the ability to, to digitally do due diligence and maybe substitute attorneys, which you know, no one thought was possible using AI, and, and it's, you know, it's evolving, it's yeah. getting better and better. So, I mean, I think you know, we're expecting to be surprised that that would be the right, uh, sort of the right thing for me. So last question, as a, as a firm, um, would you say that the Global Legal Hackathon and being a host for the Global Legal Hackathon was a positive experience and was it something that you hope to continue to do? The, the short answer is definitely with three exclamation marks. Uh, we're very proud to be associated with this. Again, both from our own perspective, where we see the firm in, in 10 years when, when we want technology to be a major part of our daily operations and to enable us to bring much more value on the more sophisticated transactions and litigation to the client. And I think all of us looking look forward to continue this uh, cooperation. I mean, I think I can just, uh, you know, join what Aaron said. I mean, we're, we're very excited and this is just a second time and we also already see, you know, m many more participants, uh, much more interest, and we're looking forward to, you know, what next year's will bring. So. Absolutely. Well, we're uh, about to listen to some pitches here in a little while, and I'm looking forward to hopefully having a Israeli team uh, represented in the finals this year. So I look forward here, to... Here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> look forward to that. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode. I want to thank our guests for joining us, Iran and Raz. Thank you very much. You. If you've liked what you heard today, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcasting app. I'm Corey Goodshow, your host for today, signing off from the 2019 Global Legal Hackathon in Tel Aviv, Israel. Until next time, thanks for listening. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find us on Twitter and Facebook, or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Hey.